Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Why We Create. Thanks for being here, everyone. Why We Create is a podcast that explores the behind the scenes stories from artists, inventors, and the daringly creative. Welcome to Why We Create, the official Wacom podcast. Today is going to be short but sweet because we are doing a compilation episode. At the end of every episode, we ask our guest artists, why do you create? So here are some of our favorite answers from seasons one through three. First up, we have comic artist Luke McGarry. I'm sure I speak for a load of other uh, artists, whatever medium they're working in, but it's like a compulsion, you know, it's, um, it's not even that I have like um, a vision or a message that I have to share with the world. Cause I, I I wouldn't say I'm smart enough for that. Um, But it's just like, I feel the need to draw and tell jokes. Uh, So that's why I do it. It's just, it's all I've ever known, be it because you know, I saw my dad doing it and when I was a kid and I thought that's what you were supposed to do. But I mean, you know, I picked up a pen and started drawing of my own volition. It's not like I was forced to. So <laughs> I think it's nature and nurture, I guess, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just something that I have to do. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise it would be a life of crime. <laughs> Next up, we have Dakota Cates or better known as their internet handle, Wizard of Barge. Dakota lives in a space full of cutely grotesque wizards, goblins, and demons, but our conversation was more focused on how we got to start being a full-time illustrator. Here's Dakota. I would say I create because I have to, and I will go crazy if I don't. But since I have, like, I, I guess I create because I need to, and it's it's my way to connect with people and try to do a little bit of good that I can do. I don't know how else I would do good other than this. This is just your way of, of giving back. This is this is your way of like affecting humanity for the better. Yeah. That's great. It's yeah. a it it it's probably is very tiny in the grand scheme of things, but I think every little tiny bit helps. I just wanna be like you said, there's so much like doom and gloom out there. I just wanna be pushing a little bit against that and trying to bring fun and hopefulness and vulnerability and uh and good vibes on the other side good vibes all around the next two guests are portland local legends first up is colby nichols colby is a creative director illustrator and designer with a passion for storytelling he's also written a super fun DD one-off story so if you are into tabletop games or rpgs you should definitely check it out i create because I have a very anxious hand, very anxious human. Um, And creating something, making something helps me use that energy for positive output. And I feel really good doing it and making things. Um, And so I sort of make to keep my brain happy, but also to push myself, see other people smile, uh, to make a living. Um, But I think now my reason to create is to tell a story, whether that's through the simplest thing like a logo or you know this little ooze wizard that I give, gave to you guys. There's so many lines in there. You could stare at it for a while and get a big story out of it, or you could just kind of glance out of it and get a smile. Yeah. And, you know, one or the other, I'm happy. So, yeah, half for mental survival, half for storytelling. 
The next soundbite comes from Katie Pride. Katie is the owner and founder of Books with Pictures, a comic book store here in Portland, Oregon. In 2022, Books with Pictures won the Eisner Award for being the best comic book shop in the world. In our conversation, Katie tells us of the shop's humble beginnings and what kind of programming they have to serve the community. I think that for me, it is about finding a way to be of service to my communities in a way that is specific to my unique skills. I love being helpful, but I really love being helpful in ways that are sort of an amalgam of my weird skill set. So, you know, Wolverine is the best there is at what he does. And what he does involves being sneaky and stabbing people with his claws. As established in this talk so far, I have a much weirder skill set than being sneaky and stabbing people with my claws. Um, And so it was really a, the building the store was really a very calculated and thoughtful choice about a way that I could use my skills and interests to build a community that I really felt was needed. And now I really work hard to sustain that community and my staff and and just be a net positive for Portland and for comics and pop culture. If you've ever used Photoshop, you may know the name Kyle Webster. Kyle is a brush maker, illustrator, Adobe evangelist, teacher, dancer, and so much more. During our recording, we talked about brush making, tips for being a freelance artist, and all the projects he's been working on. Here's Kyle. Oh, well, <laughs> it is the one the one constant in my whole life that has always made me happy and never let me down. The process of sitting down and creating something something from scratch is um, it's totally magical and rewarding. And I don't know what else to say about that. It's it's never it's never been something that I think. Well, I've had enough of that. You know, yeah. I wake up every day wanting to make things because the process is the enjoyable thing. It, it When something is finished, you do have a sense of satisfaction and accomplishment and achievement, and that's great. Mm-hmm. A lot of times that's short-lived and you're ready to move on to the next thing. And you, mm-hmm. you just love that process of digging in and seeing where things will go and they change along the way. And it's just all so invigorating and and this could be the smallest little project in the world, but to not make things, I think, is going against our nature as human beings. We are designed to create and invent and build. It's the thing that we do. Um, without that, we kind of wither away and die. Our next artist is Geneva Bowers. The best way I know how to describe Geneva's work is if you literally put magic on paper. Geneva is an illustrator of fantasy and magic, but her colors seem to want to come off the page. Since we recorded this episode, it has been announced that her webcomic, Hover Girls, will be published in 2024 by Bloomsbury Books. Here's Geneva. I just really like to draw. That's the only thing I'm good at. Um, It's the only thing I like to do. How I'm talking to you right now, I don't talk like that to everyone else. Like, if a cashier asked me if I was having a good day, I would just accidentally just say, 
I don't know, just something off the wall that doesn't even answer their question of yes or no. And <laughs> say it in a very hushed, like, bat, like, ultrasound voice. Um, but so I kind of express myself through drawing. I kind of just say what I want to say through drawing. And I just really like to draw. It's just what I've been doing since I was like seven. And now I'm just, now I'm 28. So just 21 years of just, just doing what I like to do. Just draw and cook. I love it. I love it. Yeah. As a kid that grew up with like, I used to get those little um, figurines of castles and dragons. I have a dragon sitting on a mushroom somewhere. There's like three unicorns, a duck and a fire breathing suit. It's fine. I was like, as someone that like grew up with these things around me, I used to paint castles, like your artwork, I'm like 100% vibe all day. Liz Clayton Fuller is a scientific illustrator who specializes in birds. She's also a full-time Twitch streamer under the name I Paint Burbs. This conversation is one of the first ones we recorded and after re-listening to it, I don't think we actually asked her the why we create question. But there were so many good moments from Liz's episode, it was pretty easy finding some sound bites. So here's Liz telling us what makes a good scientific illustrator and how her style influences her work. Yeah, I think it's sort of the analytical mind and the desire to record things as you see them. You know, I I really struggled when I had to sort of come up with art on my own, but where I thrived was when I was like, I'm going to paint this flower. So if you're if you're feeling that way, you know, maybe scientific illustration. There's also medical illustration. You know, there are a lot of avenues to explore. Something else that I think is important to my work is that I do love nature so much. Mm. And I I kind of come at it with a wonder that has not died. Like, I do not care how many times I see a bird. I get so stoked about it, you know, and it's just that excitement about your subject and the desire to document it as it is has been tremendously helpful for me. That's my biggest bonus. Just like as a human, those were my traits and that has helped lead me to scientific illustration. (laughs) How does your style like really influence uh, your illustrations? Because it's it's hard not to have a style, right? Right, You you can't not have a style, but you need to be as objective as possible. How do you balance that? It's a great question and it's fascinating because it's like you said, in theory, you know, if all of us scientific illustrators are illustrating birds for accuracy, they could be the same, but they're not because in every piece of art that you make, you put a piece of yourself. You cannot help it. It's just what happens. And I don't, you know, I strive for accuracy. I like to be a perfectionist. I like to fuss with the details. I like to really know my subject. I think that where my style and my personality comes through is in the eyes. You know, mm-hmm. that's my that's my favorite part to paint. And it's also what I save for very last. And it's yeah. also, it's funny because it's not really... You know, you don't typically identify a bird just by their eyeball, (laughs) but, you know, I save it for last and I think of it as giving the bird a soul. Like that's what it feels like that happens, you know, when you put the eye in. But yeah, I just, part of me is in every bird that I paint and I, I don't think that that hinders the accuracy. You know, I don't think that that hurts me in any way. 
I just think it is. It just mm -hmm. is. It has to be that way. <laughs> I'm not a robot, you know? <laughs> Next up is actually another art Twitch streamer, Lanny Ho. Lanny is a printmaker and tattoo artist. His tattoos are directly influenced by his traditional woodblock art. Another update since we've recorded, uh, Lanny is moving from the East Coast to the West Coast, so I'm actually one step closer to getting tattooed by Lanny. Here's Lanny. Why, I, why do I create? I think it's like something that just like feels good for the soul. I think that's, I've been, uh, that's something I've been talking about this whole time. It's just like something that makes you feel good. Why? Like, it's not what you create or how you create. It's like, why do I do it? It's just like, I find all these other mediums and ideas because back to the why. Like, I want to feel good about who I am. I've always, you know, like I had identity issues of like, what, how can I, have creativity in my life and I almost like veered away from that on purpose to satisfy others and then eventually I was like fuck that I'm gonna create because I want to create for me mm -hmm. it's like not about my mom not about my dad not about my siblings what they do it's about what I do and all my life it's I create because like I really feel like if I don't create then I might as well just be dead <laughs> like that's the extreme <laughs> sense but i really feel like if i can't create then fuck it someone just tossed me off a cliff because i got i have to create like it's like literally like something inside me that like yeah and i'm sure every artist has this feeling you have to make because good or bad stuff you need to get that energy out it's like my therapy it's my drug it's my everything like i just want to make 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 like whether it's good stuff or bad stuff mike golden was another one of our first episodes but what a gem he was mike is an architectural visualizer which means he imagines what spaces could be before anything is really planned or built Mike is one of those guys that has a book for everything and he's constantly learning and absorbing information from other artists. Here's Mike. That's a great question. No idea. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, the, I think that, uh, I think that it's scratching an itch that I've been trying to scratch like my entire life and, and, yeah. and I've scratched in, in various ways. And it's the same one that, um, you guys are probably familiar with, I feel like most people are familiar with this, that at some point in their lives, they're frustrated or they have some something that they're trying to deal with that like they can't get out of their head. And then they sit down and they write it down on a piece of paper. And it's like, oh, that makes sense to me. I can go. Right. Out. Right. Right. Um, this is like, I, I still try to do that every day. I try to just write whatever's in my head to put words to the nebulous things that, that's, that float in there. Um, and I think that... Uh, if, if writing is is that to the thought side of things, I think for me, the image side, particularly the jokey stuff, mm -hmm. is kind of like the, the emotional response to that, right? So if I'm having a bad day, I'm not going to make an art piece personally like of that bad day, but it's probably going to still stem from the emotion that I'm feeling that day, mm -hmm. right? It's a way of getting that out of me and onto the screen in front of me, and then I get to go and, and do the next thing. Mm -hmm. um, for sure. It's like a way of processing things. Yeah. I think so. And yeah. feeling like you're expressing yourself because then each now and again you get that comment of like, 
oh, that really helped. Um, like I, uh, I, I got an email the other day. One of my buddies posted this thing about happiness and art and work and, you know, kind of thinking about the big questions of life. I think that a lot of us are, are, are asking in our thirties. And my response was, was, was this kind of long essay of, of F happiness. I'm not sure what the, what the, uh, swear word policy is on this, but, uh, you guys can fill in the blanks. Yeah. Uh, the younger audience I'm sure knows, <laughs> but, um, with the idea that like happiness isn't something that you can achieve in the sense of like it's the one thing that if that's what you're looking for you're not going to find it. Every study that's been done on happiness within the psych- psychological world has proven that you can't just go out and say I'm going to be happy that's my goal and succeed. You find right. it by finding something else. Um and I think that like creativity expressing myself is for me that other thing that makes me happy as a result of doing it. Having feeling like, oh, that's something that I made that didn't exist before I started making this, that expresses something that I was trying to express, whatever that might be today. Um, I find incredibly satisfying. Our last answer comes from Sarah Jean Chung. Sarah Jean is an illustrator, painter, animator, streamer, and comic artist. During our recording, we talked a lot about freelance art, how to avoid burnout, and art community. Here's Sarah Jean. I think it's to tell the stories in my head and to connect with passion, um, to connect through passion, I guess, with other people. And currently I am working on my own series of uh, manhua, which is comics in Mandarin. So I've been gathering a lot of references from Taiwan and that's actually one of the main reasons I went back to Taiwan is to gather the references, the cultural uh, references, the religious uh, references that I plan to incorporate into my work. And I think that's why we create. It's not because we want to be someone famous, right? It's probably not because we want to have a foot in the industry you know, that is already so saturated, but it's just a passion, a need to tell your own story, your own way. And that's why I create. This is going to wrap up season three of why we create, but we will be back with season four. If you have an artist you'd want to see featured on our podcast, reach out to us through our discord. Links will be found in the show notes. Thanks everyone. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Why We Create is produced by the Wacom Experience Center in Portland, Oregon. I do the editing, Megan writes our show notes, and our music is produced by Forest Pond. If you would like more creative content, you can follow us on all the social media platforms, including Twitch. We also have a Discord channel where you can get insider info into the podcast, share your artwork, and stay up to date on everything we are doing. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.